0: Hello, and welcome to another Sarasota Institute podcast. The Sarasota Institute is a 21st century think tank that is focused on 10 major topics we feel important for the future of humanity. Please go to sarasotainstitute.global to learn more. The Sarasota Institute is a nonprofit corporation. Hi, welcome to the Sarasota Institute podcast. I am Jason Voss, one of the three co-founders of the Institute. Joining us today is Dr. Larry Thompson in Sarasota. Not all of you are joining from Sarasota. Larry really needs no introduction. Uh, For those of you not familiar with him, I'm gonna give you a two bullet point bio. Check out everything else you need uh, relative to this uh, information on our website. Uh, Dr. Larry Thompson is the president of the Ringling College of Art and Design. Prior to that, he was the CEO of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame mic drop, right? I think that's a mic drop, right? <laughs> complete enough. with feedback. Enough, <laughs> complete with feedback. Larry, welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much, Jason. Pleasure to be here.
0: Yeah. So our subject today is creativity. Something I'm guessing you uh, spend a fair amount of time talking about. My very first question is: why is creative, excuse me, why is creativity important?
1: So, why is creativity important? That's a great question. Um, but I think it's probably a skill that has been, um, and I believe it is sort of a skill, has been overlooked for many, 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 many years. Um, and, and I'll tell you, let me sort of put it in perspective. So let me start with, I mean, in our educational system, especially now, everything is the emphasis on STEM, 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 science, technology, engineering, and math. Those are all very important, very important subjects and very critical um, for a knowledge base. Um, what is left out of there, though, is I'd rather people would talk about STEAM, which is adding the A for the arts. And I'd, I'd rather say creativity instead of the arts because it's not—you don't have to be an artist to be creative. But it works for having a word. Okay, so STEAM is STEAM is the thing I like to talk about, and the reason why that's important is because we have not educated our young people enough about being creative and have been bringing that creativity into uh, their future and into the workforce. And um, the, what happens is we focus on these subjects that have a right answer, Um, And in the whole creative sense and in the arts and so forth, there is no specific right answer. And we need people who can think that way much more importantly. And here's the reason. Here's the reason why I think it's really important, especially now, that we emphasize creativity more and more. And that's because of artificial intelligence. The advent of artificial intelligence is the real game changer here. Because when you look at the brain functions, the left side of the brain is the logical, rational side of the brain and the right side of the brain is a much more creative, emotional side of the brain. And what happens is that um, with artificial intelligence, it can do a lot of those skill sets that are left brain oriented, the science, technology, engineering, math kind of skills faster than any human being could ever do it. And better, they don't make errors, right? But what is going to be the human side of the future? What are we going to do for jobs in the future if we have artificial intelligence taking care of a lot of lot of different kinds of you know, routine kind of matters and, and, and so forth? The most important skill, I believe, for the future is people being creative so they can create new things, new opportunities, new ways of thinking that will be where the jobs will be located and what will be needed by industries in the future, are more creative, very creative thinkers. Not just artists, but people who are very creative with a knowledge base in the science, technology, engineering map.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I, you may know uh, my background's in investment management, spent many years there. One of the subjects I've long uh, proselytized about is creativity. And in business itself, uh, everybody is in a wild and mad pursuit for value and growth. And what they don't understand is most of that comes from new ideas, new territories, uh, in terms of intellectual territories, new products. Somebody has to invent this stuff. And there seems to be still... Even given the success of many creative companies, businesses seem afraid of it. So this is kind of front-running what was my question three, but you hit the subject. So let's just dive in. Why are businesses not uh, more into it, it being creativity? Is it because it's hard? They think that, uh, I love that you said that it, it's a technique uh, or something. I can't remember quite what you said, but you essentially implied that it's uh, systemizable. It's yeah. yeah. It's it's, a, it's skill a skill set. set. So tell us more about set. that. Why are businesses afraid of of creativity? Why aren't they doing it more?
1: So it's it's a skill set that I believe you can you can learn. I really anybody can be creative. Okay, um, as I said, you don't need to be an artist or designer to be creative. Any any person, I believe, can be creative. But what happens is we tend to, in our educational system, as things developed, we tend to educate people out of it okay? <laughs> instead of into it. So, um, so that's one of the first faults. But the reason I think businesses are, are afraid of it because it, it feels like it's touchy-feely, okay? And if you're really focused on um, bottom line, you know uh, uh, the, the value of, of something in terms of being able to put it into quantitative terms uh, and so on and so forth, those are easy to measure. Creativity is not easy to measure. There's, It's a very tough thing to be able to measure, but it's sort of like when you see it, you, you got it, you know it. Um, and so we have moved our educational system so much in the past 30, 40 years into getting the right answer, getting the, um, the um,
0: correct answer.
1: The solution that to uh, to the problem that is the the right one, instead of looking at many solutions to the problem. I like to say that we need to we need to move away from um, there being only one right answer, and we need to have multiple answers. So we don't need more multiple choice tests. We need more tests with multiple answers, because that is what creativity is all about. It's not about necessarily coming up with the one right answer. It's about coming up with many, many, many different solutions to whatever you're facing.
0: Yeah, agreed. It boils down to a very simple statement to me, which is if you do what you've always done, you will get what you have always gotten. And if you as a business want new and better outcomes, you better do new and better things. And that's uh, creativity. So talk to me about how you've tried to institutionalize creativity Ringling, right? It's a college famous globally. Uh, for uh, advancing the cause of creativity, if you will. So you're an institution that supports creativity. What have you tried to do to institutionalize creativity?
1: Well, there's a a lot of things that I think you can help um, do that with. And one of it is to be very open and willing to accept different solutions. Like I sometimes when I give some talks, I give an example of uh, what's one half of 13? Of course, and the answer everybody gives is 6.5 but if you looked at 13 in two different ways one of them is it's 1 and 3 so maybe the answer is 4 okay or if you take 13 and a roman numeral and divide it horizontally in half it's actually 8 okay so that kind of thinking is what i'm talking about in terms of the creativity so there's many different solutions and that's exactly what we embed here at the college i remember one one uh, class that I was I was uh, I watched and someone you know said something about well, why don't you draw this figure or whatever and um, you know what's the answer to this and everybody could have came up with the same answer and the professor said okay why would I hire you <laughs> um, which I thought was a great great question because. Someone's not gonna hire an artist or designer coming out of Ringling because they come up with the same answer as somebody else has, right? So it's all about never ever do that again the rest of your college career. The other other part is uh, really in addition to being open is an acceptance of failure, okay? Now this is a very hard concept, especially for our international students. whom come from either Korea or um, China. Sure. And I say this when I was giving talks overseas, and I mean, I got so much grief from parents going, what do you mean except failure? Failure is not allowed in our culture. And I said, well, that's part of a problem, okay? Because failure is key. That's how you find more and more and more solutions. Now, I'm not talking about failing a class. I'm talking about doing things and experimenting and trying new things and being able to accept that, okay, that didn't work. Okay. I got to find something else, some other way of approaching it. And that that part of accepting failure is, is a big part of uh, of the uh, culture here. And it's also having a, a, a sense of uh, a collaboration because it doesn't, Happen that much anymore, like uh, Thomas Edison or Leonardo da Vinci, of sort of one person who you think of coming up with brilliant ideas. It's much more because everything's so much more complex. It's much more of a team approach and a working together, and having people with diverse backgrounds and different ideas and thoughts is what really, really is the fire, if you will, for um, for creativity. So th- those are the kinds of things we instill here.
0: Yeah, psychological safety. And you probably, Larry, I'm I'm certain can quote better than I can the famous Google study where they looked at their highest performing teams internally, which was dozens of teams. And inevitably, there was only one unifying factor from the teams and it was psychological safety was present. Um, I'm going to tie it to your, your rock and roll background. Right. So many musicians who were inducted there are well known for the improvisational music playing. A guitar solo isn't always a great guitar solo, but the way they get great is from having failed a lot, and a lot. They know it works. Yeah,
1: and that's and that's the way it is with creativity. I mean, and that's the way it is here, for example. People will, you know, do different options and designs and so forth, depending upon the class. But it's really about they have to go and that's why it's so so much hard work because you can't just go with one possible thing and try to solve it and say that's my answer you got to find things that are going to be, why is this different? Why is this unique? Why is this, why is this special?
0: Yeah. And by the way, I, I meant to mention when I was a fund manager, the toughest question I always asked in the recruiting process, similar to, to what the professor asked was, tell me something you can do that nobody else can. And yes. that trips people up. Tremendously. And my response is if you can't do anything that nobody else can, why would I hire you? Because you've essentially confessed that you're replaceable, you're interchangeable, and I want people who are exceptional. Inevitably, the difference maker for what you can do that nobody else can is because. They thought about the, in this case, the job of investing and come up with new and interesting ideas. So, fourth question this one's a fun one, I think. Um, you lived through the 1960s. I think you were born in 19, I won't say quite what it is, but toward the. That's
1: uh, okay. The I don't know of the, boom. I the, beginning of the boom. But I was I But I actually do remember the 60s and 70s. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, are we more creative now than we were in the 1960s as a culture?
1: As a culture, um, boy, that that is a that's very tough to answer. Um, I tend to believe that we're probably less creative now than we were then, in many ways, because right then we were just you know evolving out of the um. Out of the industrial, out of the agricultural age into the industrial age during the 60s and, and into the 70s and, and then into the technology age. So there were was, was a lot of things that were going on that were, ch- were changing the whole way people um, worked and the way people, what jobs they had, et cetera. So there was a lot of creativity that was happening in that time in the 60s and 70s. And then we move to the um, you know move the pendulum back the other way into, as I said, really teaching things that really do not instill that kind of creativity that come up with right answers and it's all the same answer. And, and that's a problem with these multiple choice tests, as I mentioned earlier um, because that's, if that's the way you learn and you think that's the most important thing, that's the result you're going to get.
0: Yeah. So next, part two of that same question. Are we more creative now than we were in the 1980s?
1: Hmm. That one, I don't know the answer to. We're probably, one of the things that has happened is technology has helped us uh, become more creative. So there's been so much creativity in technology and everything that's happened now with, with things over the internet, because there's one of the biggest advantages to like the internet and all the you know all the advancements in computers is the fact we can get information which you need to have information in order to be able to have a base knowledge to be able to do something else. So that has really that has really allowed us in many ways to be many much more creative today anyway
0: yeah that that perfect segue. My final question was going to be, is it fair to say that uh, it's the creativity age why? I was gonna say is it Next part after the semicolon, is it because of technology? You kind of answered that question, but I know you think it's the creativity age. Co-founder David Hoole of Sarasota Institute also thinks we're in the creativity age. You agree with that. How come? What how is it the creative age? What's going on?
1: Well, two things. Number one, I think I think it's the creative age because of the fact that it, it's looking at it sort of historically so i mentioned this earlier that we sort of moved from the agricultural age into the industrial age you know when there was so many changes in the 60s which was when we had all the factory model and then and then we moved into more of the technology and information age but now what's coming next and to me this is going to become the age of creativity because of the fact that um, it is going to be the skill set that's going to be most valued by future employers um, and that's what I worry about in our educational system because we're not we're not there yet and we're focused on this other part of the STEM stuff and we need to know some of that but we don't need to do it at the expense of the whole creative side and I so I think it's the age of creativity because of that factor and also, also the thing I mentioned earlier about artificial intelligence artificial intelligence is going to be a huge game changer in our country when I because I'm thinking about these students and that's what I have to do is I have to think about kids who are 20 20 years old and what are they going to be doing for the next 50 years right and you're seeing how fast things are changing there and what skill sets they're going to need and it is it is not going to be the stem subjects and uh, being able to have that right answer it's going to be coming up with new and fresh ideas that's That's where creativity is. That's why creativity, that's why we're just starting into that now. And it's going to explode in my mind.
0: Yeah. And it's helpful, of course, that there are lots of uh, cultural paragons that are in business that have been successful with creativity. Larry, thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate your time. I know you're a busy guy so much appreciated. Uh, thank you also for joining us. If you would like this as well as other podcasts that are super interesting, go to, guess what, Sarasota Institute.global, Pardon me. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please go
1: back to where you downloaded this podcast to find another one that might be of interest to you. Thank you.